Chris Fieldman and Huey, We Tackle Life podcast. Well, they can not play. They can go do something else. Is it possible the Big Ten will not play and the SEC will? Oh, yeah. And the Big 12 and the ACC. Okay, so how do Ohio State fans take that if... Not well. The new- yeah, not well. <laughs> well, I'm here. I, I want to say that you were right and I was wrong, and that's a rare statement. That's uh, really rare. And now but, I know how I'm going to open Friday's podcast yes, with you, that. Uh, for Bruce sure. was right because you're the one who said the Big Ten wouldn't play weeks ago, and maybe I was blinded by a false sense of that we're allowed to choose what it, uh, our risk assessment is for our own selves. Um. And apparently that's been taken away. There's so many things that have been taken away. And I understand there's risk. Nobody's not saying there's risk. But everything in life, at least for me, every decision that you make, do I ride a motorcycle or do not ride a motorcycle? Mm -hmm. There's a risk. Sure. Well, you you can't pass a motorcycle on to somebody else. No, but I could run a red light or a stop sign and affect somebody's life. Mm -hmm. Can be contagious. Could... Take uh, go slip on a patch of gravel and that's yeah. it for you. Heart issues, the heart issue everybody's talking about. There's just as many doctors on. This is, happens in mono and every other virus. Normally you're fine, you're okay. In fact, the Minnesota Vikings saved a young man's life. Uh, Cameron Smith, Bruce, had COVID. Was tested, uh, tested, got his heart tested to see what if there was anything going on, and they found something. Not related to COVID, mm. but he has to have open heart surgery. They wow. saved his life. Wow. Uh, so that COVID test saved this guy's life because it was an underlying heart issue that wasn't present and was not was not caused by COVID. So, you know, we're, um, we are at a point in our life, whether it's public school system, whether it's college football, we are no longer capable of making our own decisions in what risk that we may choose to take. You've lost that freedom. Can't, because people will make it for you, and you'll have to abide by it. Uh, And people are going to get hurt. The ramifications by this, it's it's going to be, it, it doesn't matter because there's, Every decision is being made. Well, this could this this is something bad that can happen. And I'm not mad at the Big Ten. I feel sorry for Big Ten. I feel sorry for people that live in fear because I was one of them. I lived in fear for a long time with cancer in my family. I so I I, I know it's not easy for you. And I'm not being facetious or something. Yeah, no, I I know you're sincere. In that. I know it's not easy to live in fear. I hope you one day uh, get out of your fear and. If you're afraid of feeling guilty or responsible, every parent, every player knew the risk that they would be taking. Mm-hmm. Every parent, every player, every coach knew the risk. You, they, you, they had the option if they felt from their own personal choice and decision a no malice that if they didn't want to play, they had the choice to opt out. But you took that away, and it's sad. I'm not angry. It's just it's just sad, and because you know this virus is controlling our life, and we're sitting back and letting it control our life. 
Is it dangerous? Yeah. Sure. So it's a lot of things. A lot but, of things but, are dangerous. And, you know, we don't let a lot of things control our life, but for whatever reason, it controls our life. So, you know, people say, well, it, it's not about politics. Yeah, I don't know. Mm, every really? time every time I open up a tweet or look at Twitter, uh, if Trump, as they like to say it, or if we have a president that would have done something, we I wouldn't hear, be here. Yeah, I see that all the time. If, I saw if, it this if morning. If Bruce Hooley... Would, yeah, I, I, I have so much power. Did if you know Bruce I had Hooley the power? Would, would wear a mask, we wouldn't be here. I'm the reason people are dying. A guy on Twitter keeps coming at me that I'm the reason people are dying. Yeah. Blame him. You're the reason we don't have football. Yeah. Uh, because I don't wear a mask, which I... It's kind of creepy. This guy's following me everywhere and doesn't see me he go into that. church with a mask and doesn't see me go into Costco with a mask or Kroger with a mask or where else have I been that I had because a mask on it yesterday? Gives, and, and again, I'm, I'm not mad at the guy. It gives him a mission in life to be a mask patrolman. Yes. Just like there were mask patrolmen when, you know, I don't know. We're, Every little we're, boy we're grows racing. up at some point in time wanting to be a police officer. Now yeah. everybody gets to be a mask cop. Yep. No, you get to be a mask cop, and you, it makes you feel like you're contributing. And fine, that, that may be a passion that you have is to yell at people that uh, have their uh, don't have their mask on properly. Or if you're, a, like, from my experience on Sunday after Twitter of, of raising $50,000, for ALS, by the way, a disease that has a zero recovery rate, not a 99.97 recovery yeah. rate, but a zero recovery rate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, it's just, it. it's just, I'm sad because we are now a country that lives in total fear. And it's interesting to me, I heard about a school district in central Ohio that did a pool of teachers Pool of teachers, Bruce. Okay. What's the percentage of the teachers that you think want to go back and actually teach in the classroom? Boy, I don't know. That, that want to go back. That want to go back. What percentage would you put on that? Um, I don't know whether to guess high or low. I'm going to say 30%. Mm, way, uh, way, way high. high. Way high. Really? 10%? 14 I was going to say 15. 14. 14% of teachers want to go scared. back in the classroom. Scared. 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 Scared to death. But I bet I could go on 86% of those polled in that poll's Twitter timeline and see them extolling the virtues of first responders, nurses, and others who tackled COVID on the front lines. It was great for those people to go back. I'm sure that 86% of them are shopping at Kroger and Target and everywhere else where people are going to work. And it's it's okay for those people to go to work. But it's not okay for me to go to work and follow through on my promise to educate young people. You know what's been the most surprising thing of this? It, it, the most surprising thing is how um, people will let themselves and every decision that they make be controlled and it won't be their own and they don't even know it that's the saddest thing they don't even know that they're being controlled i should i should read what i wrote in my journal in i want you in, to that's we March. have a podcast i gotta go i gotta go find i i think i know where my journal is go ahead, i don't because have it. well i'll i'll grab it here after a while but it, welcome to a wednesday edition spielman hooley we tackle life podcast we're live on facebook um obviously if you're just now finding out well you've been busy with other things yeah 3 p.m yesterday right about the time the Blue Jackets started a five-overtime loss to the Tampa Bay Lightning, 
the Big Ten announced that it's canceling football and all fall sports. Mm. No tennis, no cross no, country, can't do that either. no non-contact sports. Everybody has to football can't play. Nobody's playing. Which yeah, I mean that's kinda, another ridiculous kind of sort of like I mean if they don't have football, they don't have the money to pay for any of those sports. So maybe that's why. Uh, but all sports in the Big Ten canceled this fall. They say they're going to try to play in the spring. Not playing football that's in the spring. That's just a stop look, lying. If they're going to play football in the spring, it is literally going to be spring football. It is going to be a diluted, watered down, look nothing like the real thing version of football in the spring because Justin Fields is not playing. Wyatt Davis, Josh Myers, Chris Olave, anybody who was planning on this being their final season at Ohio State and they're a one or two round draft pick, ridiculous to play. If you don't agree with that opinion, well, then you disagree with me and Chris and Urban Meyer. Yeah, uh, Urban and, Meyer. And every other coach that yeah. that's well, maybe not active coaches now because it hurts them if they. Yeah, say Ryan Day's got to sell it because he's got to try to hold his program together, and that's one of the unintended consequences, which I think is where we're going to head today mm-hmm. with some questions I have that weren't asked yesterday, and I know you have that weren't asked yesterday. And the first question that I have is, how did Ohio State vote? How did new president Christina Johnson vote on did this? Anybody I'm in, told, the, in the press ask? No that? one asked that. I checked with a couple of people last night. I looked at every site I could find. Certainly, somebody's going to ask this question. Uh, Gene Smith said that Ohio State preferred to delay. How'd you vote? But how'd you vote? How'd you vote? I'll tell you how they voted. They voted no. They voted no on a season because that's what Ohio State does. Ohio State believes that. It's a part of the Big Ten. It's a part of a collective that it never has, or I should say rarely has, flexed its muscle and lorded its superiority over most other programs in the Big Ten. Michigan, Penn State, Ohio State could have said, now listen, if you cancel it, if they were of a mindset to play, the three of them could have said, you cancel the season, we're leaving. You cancel the season, we're leaving. You can have yourself a you can have yourself a Big Ten mm-hmm. with no Ohio State, no Michigan, no Penn State, and we'll find somebody else to go with us. Nebraska or Michigan Iowa. State or Iowa, we'll find somebody else to go with us, and you can go back to being a ten team Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Good luck with the TV contracts. But no, they didn't do that, and so I find it amazing that no one asked Ohio State directly how they voted. And, you know, and, I think, and just yeah. tell yourself this. If it were a 14 nothing vote, Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, would have never stopped saying that. It was a unanimous vote of our people. It was a unanimous vote mm-hmm. because that would give him cover. He has no cover now, and he has, you know, Nebraska obviously voted no because their president came out with a statement disagreeing with the decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Maybe report- it was 13-1. Th- I doubt it. I think it was probably. I think it was probably the same as the Sunday twelve, to, 12 two. to two. I think so, it was Iowa and Nebraska wanted to play. So that's the one thing that I wonder about. Um, the other thing that uh, I want to know is: is like, can they continue to fund thirty six sports? Do that. How much of a windfall do they have in the bank, and how much are they going to lose not having college football in the fall? I the only place I could find that would flat out say is Oklahoma. Uh, said they their football program made $57 million in profit last year. Oklahoma, like Ohio State, like every program, is profitable men's basketball and football. They pay the bill for everything. Ohio State offers 36 sports. So the, one of the unintended consequences of this is I see no way that Ohio State offers anywhere close to 36 sports when we come back. Lost opportunities for a lot of people. Lost opportunities for a lot of people. Businesses in the campus district 
How much business is there in the campus district during the cold months of January, February, March, and then in the spring, and then throughout the summer when kids are off campus? It doesn't matter. They make their money on eight football Saturdays. No, it doesn't matter because, you know, we're not willing to allow our players to make their own decisions on whether they want to take a risk or not take a risk. But anyway, we'll destroy everything around it because we know uh, statistically it's minute chance to die. We know that myocardia can happen with other viruses, but that's a choice in risk that you have to be willing to that's take. That's the supposed yeah. heart uh, risk that the Big Ten is now saying, a myocarditis, there's 10 cases of it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I don't know, but okay. I'm but just... It doesn't matter. It's still your risk. Yeah, yes, you could get this. Risk. Or yeah. Do you want to play? If you get COVID, do you want to play? But that does, does that say that, is there a special COVID just for football? Because couldn't they get COVID and get myocarditis? Yes. Not playing football? Yeah. Here's another so, so question. Somebody, please. I, I just, I, I feel like I'm dumb for asking that question. I feel like I'm an idiot. What, I, what don't I? What am I not getting here on right, that? There's nothing. We were no, told. Did I miss? I, I mean, no, seriously. No, you're not missing anything. You're asking plausible questions. The question that everybody who was anti-playing football threw out uh, all during these last few months was. Well, how are you going to play? How are you going to make the players play football if you can't have students on campus? That was a ticklish issue. That was double standard, putting players in a situation you wouldn't put students. 40,000 Ohio State students are going to start a one week period today of moving onto campus for on campus classes. So, did anyone ask yesterday, wait a second? How is it not safe for football players to play football if it's safe for 40,000 students to be on campus? And I know what Gene Smith would say because he said it yesterday on the Big Ten. The challenge of contact tracing in football is as close as Gene or anyone came from the Big Ten yesterday to saying why they're not playing. Gene's, Gene's example is you got guys having physical contact on a Saturday. All right, You got like a backup defensive back from Iowa. And you gotta, and he's trying to tackle Master Teague. So because those two come together, you have to now link Master Teague to everyone who this defensive back has touched or associated with or whatever. Don't you have to do the same with every one of the forty thousand students? I'm going to read campus? you some of the new uh, changes. It can't be harder to contact trace eighty-five scholarship football players and fifty walk-ons than it can be to contact trace. 40,000 students or the fact that you're not going to try to contact trace 40,000 students tells me you either don't care about their safety or that this is really not about the safety of the students or the student athletes. It's about something else. Uh, Okay, here we go. Below are the changes detailed as the 40,000 students come back on campus. Enhanced safety. And tell me if this is more than what Ohio State football was doing. Okay. Reducing the maximum size of in-person classes from 100 to 50 to increase physical distancing and decrease the probability of asymptomatic transmission. Ramping up all to test all on-campus residential students on a weekly basis. Offering faculty and staff the opportunity to be tested on a weekly basis. 
Limiting in-person events and gatherings to 10 or fewer, unless you're protesting or writing. Wait a minute. Can I stop you for a second? Yeah. So the students have to be tested, but the faculty gets the option to be tested? Offering faculty, yes. Okay, so faculty can't be contagious? No. They're just, no, they, they're old enough to make their own decisions. So you have to be tested if you're a student. So you have to give up your right to refuse that, right? You're basically signing a waiver that you agree to be tested mm -hmm. to come on campus. But you can't have a waiver for somebody to play football no. and not sue for COVID. No. Okay. Recruiting more students and staff to assist with contact tracing. Those are the changes. So good. At least we have school. It's fine. They have a plan. I have no problem I love with them that. having a plan. I don't have a problem with it no. either. That's but that's but it's so it's, much minim, so minimal compared to what the football team was correct. doing. It's it's totally. Minimal. It makes zero sense. They're not being tested multiple times a week. They don't have a medical staff hovering around them. They're not supervising their nutrition like they do with football players. They're, they're not, not getting an EKG if they get tested for COVID. They're not giving them clothes to wear and laundering their clothes so that when they don't bring the virus on their own clothes into the football facility. No, those standards are admirable, um, you know, good plan, optimistic. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that plan, no. but not nearly as detailed as the plan is for what they've been doing with football because tell the people, Mr. Spielman, how many positive COVID tests have the Ohio State Buckeyes had? Zero. Yes. Latest round was zero. Zero. Latest round of tests. Zero. <laughs> Canceling a sport where no one's even tested positive for a virus with a far above 99.9% .9 survival rate. Let me ask you this question. Crazy. I, 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 why can't you, if, why, so obviously we live in extreme times, so you take yep. extreme measures. Yep. For the football team, they could take over the Fawcett Center, or they could take over a hotel, mm -hmm. and they basically have the Woody Hayes in that hotel. They all do, the, they'll all do their school at the hotel. Or online. Or That's what I mean, yeah. online. Online at the hotel. Did they give the players that option? No. Why, why couldn't somebody come up with that idea? I, I don't have an answer for you. It's a great question. I mean, did, was it ever discussed that, okay, the players will live in a hotel. They, we have to, if we want to play football, we have to uh, sacrifice here a little bit and we have to maintain quote-unquote bubble. So let's create our own bubble for the student-athletes at least for six months or whatever it is. Yeah. I, I don't you know. know. I mean, is that unreasonable to it's ask? It's not unreasonable. The other thing is, in the Big Ten, uh, 14 schools, why do they all have to do the same? I will allow that this virus has had wildly disparate impact geographically. Sometimes it's worse in the south than it is in the north. Sometimes it's worse in the west than it is in the east. I definitely agree that it could be worse on the Rutgers campus than it is on the Maryland campus than it is on the Penn State or Ohio State campus. But why don't you allow your teams the opportunity to make their own decisions and say you know what this these are weird times if you guys think you got it under control and you're hell-bent on playing we'll do everything we can to support you All right because of your service to the big 10 and you can play we'll find other games for you to play or whatever uh that option was not given you know many, and, uh, and just the other option people talk about as well maybe we'll join the sec or maybe we'll, first of all high state was never going to do that they were never going to be the ringleader of a rogue movement 
to leave the Big Ten and go off on their own and play. No. Gene Smith confirmed that yesterday. The I find it funny. Again, nobody makes the connection here. I've I've seen people say, "Well, Nebraska's not going to do that because you know Kevin Warren threatened them with no fifty million dollar Big Ten check." I guarantee you, Nebraska makes more than fifty million dollars off of football. Mm-hmm. So you're threatening them with a worse, a less impactful result than if they went ahead and played. It's not um, a threat. It's not an effective threat. I don't know. I mean, it is what it. Look, it, it, it's it, it, interesting stat. How many football-related deaths are there a year average? Do you know? By chance? High school, college, NFL? Yeah. I'm going to say four. Twelve. Wow. Twelve. So there's risk. Mm-hmm. Twelve deaths a year. There's risk. Yep. Twelve people will die playing football this year. So there's Not risk. this year because well, a lot no. of people aren't playing. No. So there's risk in playing football. And so I, I, I don't know... And if you're going, if you're allowing school, which there's risk, and you're allowing these kids to stay in school, which there's risk, and now the football team will be more exposed because I'm assuming if they're going to be staying in school, they're going to be uh, around their uh, fellow students. Yeah. They're also going to be around the facility practicing. Apparently, all schools in the Big Ten are still allowed to practice. Hey, kids, come practice with no games. And that leads me in. Well, the other thing is, and they're also going to be around uh, faculty, but. You know, it's it's their option to get tested or not. Option, but, yeah. Uh, here's the other question. The other question, and if it were me, or if I had a son playing football at that level, and I had a chance to be an NFL player, chance. Mm-hmm. And if Ryan Day called me and said, "What do you think I should tell the guys that are?" Uh, thinking about going to the NFL early, or this was their last year of eligibility, which we don't know what's going to happen with that yet. Mm. I would say, go find a place to play. Yeah. Because if you're not playing football, and the last game you played was November, December of 2019, and the next time you'll play a game, playing a game, play a game. multiple games. Yeah will be in August of 2021, so mm-hmm. we're talking eight, we removed 18 months from playing. Yep. Your skills, your improvement, and your growth diminish. Diminish. That's not me talking. That's uh, NFL people that I talked to four different guys last well, you, night. You can give us a perspective. You sat out a year. Yeah. It, you were... Healthy enough to work out, and once your surgery on your neck was I done, wasn't, you- I wasn't like uh, when I played in the, in the games in the preseason games. I wasn't myself; wasn't even close to myself. Instincts, reaction time. All I was that. hoping it was going to come back. Everything just I couldn't see. I wasn't moving like I moved. I, I didn't see like I saw. I wasn't hitting like I could hit because that repetition that refreshes yeah, that muscle yeah. memory and all that stuff was and playing games actually yeah. playing now you imagine going from the difference between the nfl and college is enormous so you imagine going from not playing a game until 2019 and all of a sudden okay you're playing against nfl players nfl in tw- players in 2021, in 2021 yeah. your chances of maybe being and living your dream uh, are hurt yeah the other thing is all these kids now take this into mind and see if this this kid was willing to take the risk of maybe him getting COVID. And if that, maybe he has a heart condition. And even if he does that heart condition, 
it's probably going to get better. Most times it gets better, at least from what I've read. Maybe I want to take that risk, but now you are denying me from becoming undraftable to draftable, from a fifth rounder like Joe Burrow to a first rounder like Joe Burrow, from a fourth rounder like Justin Jefferson from LSU to a first rounder like Justin Jefferson by denying me the opportunity to play. So I would ask those kids, and I don't like saying this, but I, I would say to the kid, it's your choice. Do you want a shot? You're, you want to give yourself the best shot at playing in the NFL? You need to leave a Big Ten school. Yeah. You need to go. And if they're playing in the SEC, go to the SEC. If they're playing in the American, go to the American. If they're playing in Conference USA, go to Conference USA. If they're playing in a Sun Belt, go to Sun Belt. ACC, Big 12. If you want to give yourself, if you're not a, if you're not the kid from Penn State, what's his name? Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons or Justin Fields or yeah. Trevor Lawrence. If you're not that guy, you need to go play. Yeah. If you want to give yourself a chance to live your dream, the best chance to live your dream, and and that's been taken from you. Yeah, I mean, at this time of the year ago, let's say let's move these circumstances a year back in time and. They cancel football, and let's say they cancel football at LSU, and Joe Burrow doesn't have a senior year. Joe Burrow is a fourth, fifth-round pick in the NFL, if that, maybe a UFA. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I heard fifth round was generous for yeah. Joe. Instead, he plays a year, and he becomes a Heisman Trophy winner, leads him to a national championship, and he's the number one overall pick. Yeah. Look at the difference in money for Joe Burrow, not just in his first contract, but over the life of his career in the NFL, because it's where you start dictates – assuming you're a decent player, where you go look at the career money for Dak Prescott versus the career money sure. for a quarterback who goes number one overall like a Cam Newton. This Dak is Prescott, not even close. Yeah. Fourth rounder. Yeah. yeah. So that's why Baron Browning and uh, a host of other Ohio Whatever State football guy, players. I'm not even talking about – I'm not talking about uh, like – He's not talking Wade. about Josh Myers, Sean Wade, yeah. no, Wyatt Davis, Justin Fields, Chris Olave. But if you're Jeremy Ruckert, Jeremy again, Ruckert, yeah, a but, tight end, final, you know. But how do you get a, even? How do you get an, a, a UD uh, undrafted free agent? How do you even get a look? That's another thing. Like this year, COVID's dominating this year. Uh, I've had an NFL personnel guy tell me it's the 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 biggest impact COVID's had on the NFL is all these guys who have a chance to come in as a you know. Oh, undrafted no guy and impress us in camp and preseason games and all. They got no chance. No chance. No chance at all. None. And guys like, you know, Baron Browning and Thayer Munford and other guys like that at Ohio State, that's their same situation. Now, can they hook on as a, uh, a UFA in camp, presumably if there's a vaccine or whatever? Yeah. Uh, who knows? But they don't get the opportunity to go out there and show it on tape. So that's going to be the next domino. We're yeah. talking unintended consequences here. Well, you're taking, you say, well, you're taking gotta... their opportunities for those guys. Not It's not for every college football player, obviously, but those guys that have visions of trying to make the NFL, you just kneecapped them. They're on radar right now. Them. Scouts have them on radar. They want to go take a look at them. They want to see them. All right, well, okay, Baron Browning didn't play. Well, we think he's pretty good, whatever. Or versus Baron Browning saying, you know what? I can take a loan against future earnings. And I can go pay my way to play at Oklahoma, Alabama, Georgia, wherever. I can walk in there. I can play. I can get on tape. I can show them what I can do. And I can mm -hmm. elevate myself in a draft Even, and make, make myself millions of dollars more, hundreds of thousands of dollars more, whatever. Maybe he doesn't make any more, but at least he gave himself the best chance to succeed. He, well, I'm, so, I'm assuming then that the Big Ten is not going to let these guys out of their 
They I mean, have to. They have to let them out. I don't know if they are. I haven't Here's heard that. Deal. Was there a question he, asked about that? No, of course not. Here's the... <laughs> Why'd you say, of course not? Because, like, it's like people go brain dead when something like this happens. And they just, they don't ask the questions that need to be asked. Because one of the questions I would have asked is, there's a rule on the books with the NCAA that if you're a volleyball player and your program cancels volleyball, you're immediately eligible to transfer go play somewhere else with a volleyball program. It's canceled. Yeah, you're, maybe you're immediately pulled, eligible. Maybe this is not like some conspiracy thought. Maybe they you deem the term postpone so that they can keep the roster. That's really rotten if they do that to these kids. That's doubly rotten if they do that to these I guys. don't know. I, I I mean, I wouldn't think they would do that. No. I would think that if somebody went to Gene, well, Gene, I, I want to play in the NFL. And me sitting around and not playing in a game for two years – drastically handicaps my opportunities i would certainly think if you're i'm gonna i'm gonna say baron browning it's not specific to baron but he's the guy that comes to mind here because he was going to get to rush the passer this year how much money can you make in an nfl as a pass rusher as opposed to just a two down linebacker okay so i'm going to continue to use baron's name so baron goes to gene hey gene i want to play i'm going to transfer to you know texas uh sorry can't do it you're not eligible because we're going to offer football in the spring, and you can play if you want to. If I'm Baron Browning, I'm going to court right now. What about Jonathan Cooper? getting an injunction. Yeah, Jonathan Cooper, another great example. Uh, a guy that has to prove himself, right? Yep. Because he's been injured. He's been injured, absolutely. Has to prove himself. Jonathan Cooper could have made himself into a first or second round draft pick and proved himself, gave himself the best opportunity. Nope, kneecap that dream. Yeah. Why? Well, because there could be heart issues, and the heart issues... Because, Jonathan, we know what's best for you. Yeah. You don't Never know what's about, best yeah. for you. We that's know what's the, that's best That's the for thing you. that's, I think, most frustrating, is that the elimination and the removal of the choice that these families and these kids can make. They are willing to take a risk, but we are not allowing people to make their own risk assessment to make a decision what is best for them. You have denied them the opportunity to do a risk evaluation, and are we willing to take that risk as a family? Are you, being a 22 or 23-year-old man, are you willing to take that risk? Well, you, you, you're not old enough to make that decision. Yeah. Yes, I am. Uh, I've no, heard no, that no, no, too. No, you're not old. I, I've yeah, heard. I've heard that, right. which makes Dennis Dodd makes said like having these kids make decisions, like giving the keys to a child to drive your car. Drive your car. Yeah. Same. Same exact thing. According to Dennis. And Greg Doyle says sending his kid back to BG is like sending him back to Vietnam. I mean, what is wrong with you, Mr. Spielman, sending your kid to the front lines of the Vietnam War? I called my daughter Macy a stray cat. I said, I thought you sent sent you to school. Every time I turn around, you're back home. You need to go back to school. I can't wait for her to get up to Bowling Green. With her hemisphere coffee. I can't wait. Yes. Um, But but sending a kid, that's, that's, that's where we are. Yeah. No, wait, and this is really and fine for Greg. I, I, I feel sad because fear is dictating. I, I'm not angry. I'm not, you know, he, he probably hates what I say. I don't like what he says. It doesn't matter to me. Greg has the perspective that sending his kid back to Bowling Green or wherever his kid goes to school. Bowling Green. Son goes send to Bowling his, Green. Send, go, send his son back to Bowling Green is like sending him off to Vietnam. Is that what That's he said? That's exactly what he wrote. He okay. said... 
sending him back to Bowling Green, like or Vietnam. So he's he's okay. definitely likening going okay. to school at Bowling Green. To go okay. to the Vietnam. But my war. mindset is, and this is the difference in the country. This is this, and Greg and I could be the perfect example. My mind is. I can't wait for these kids. Not only Macy going back to Bowling Green. In fact, I, I, I keep counting the days on because I want her to go and get on with her life and yeah. live and take challenges yeah. and take risks. My two stepdaughters are going down to Athens. So how are you? I keep asking them, when are you leaving? Yeah. I keep asking Macy, my gosh, you're a stray cat. I feed you once. Every time I turn around, you're scratching at the door like the hinterlands cat that I have to deal with yes. every day when I come out of here. Coco. Coco when cat. are you leaving? And by the way, when you go, I don't want you to come home. I want you to enjoy independence. I want you to make your decisions. I want you to live your life. I don't want you uh, to be reliant on this house all the time. You're yeah. more than welcome to come home, but stay down there and figure it out. Mace, go to school and figure it out. Figure it out. That's how you rely grow. on the people there who are looking out for your best interest, but you do have to step out Man. and live life. Uh, yeah, where are we going? What are we doing? We're done. Well, again, it's... Am, am I being unreasonable no, here? I... Because I feel like if I say that, the next thing somebody's going to say to me... You don't love your daughter. You, yeah, want, okay. you want her to die. Yeah. You want her to kill your in-laws. You want her to kill everybody don't else. Don't you want a grandchild? What's the matter with you? Yeah. That, that, it's insanity. Uh, I have been roundly criticized <laughs> on social Good. media for Great. insinuating. The more criticized I get, the more right I know I am. Uh, yes, they have been roundly criticized for insinuating that this is a political football, not just a real football. I submit, as exhibit about 200 of uh, proof, uh, a tweet from Nancy Armour of USA Today. Those upset at the Big Ten. Direct your outrage at the leaders who have refused to do what's needed to get COVID. Who, presidents of the universities? <laughs> Not those leaders? Refused to do what's needed to get COVID under control. We had the time and we squandered it. Someone sent me a tweet today of a uh, soccer or Australian rules football or something stadium in New Zealand where there were 40,000 people in the stands. New Zealand is a country with fewer people than the state of Ohio. Okay, you cannot compare a nation stupid <laughs> with our population to New Zealand, which is, by the way, surrounded by water. You know, you can't just come across the border into New Zealand. So it's funny to me how elementary the views of this are uh, out and about. I did ask our friend uh, Stan Willis of Willis Spangler Starling Attorneys about can there be a binding legal waiver signed that insulates the schools from lawsuits if a player plays, gets COVID, has myocarditis later on, or, heaven forbid, dies from COVID. Stan said, yes, there's a legal waiver, but, but, this will shock you, our courts are such that the level of consequences often dictate the staying power of the waiver okay. he said in other words if you get covid and you recover and you want to sue because hey i got covid yeah but you signed a waiver you're going to lose if you're a parent and your kid dies of covid the judge will probably not uh look at the waiver and say yeah that's sorry you signed that waiver that waiver's binding because your loss is such so in other words the waiver is uh not do they prove bulletproof? So they to prove say. where the kid got COVID. Uh, 
Can you, if, you can't could, prove could that. you just say, yeah. did I, your kid know there was risk involved? Were you aware that there well, was I mean, risk the parents, involved? I would make the parents sign the waiver. But no. anyway, uh, that is uh, Stan's uh, view of it, uh, his learned view on all issues available to you at Willis Spangler Starling Attorneys. Uh, many attorneys there, all with varying specialties. So if you have a personal injury case, workers' compensation, like to get your will, estate planned, buttoned up, tidied up, all copacetic, yes, Willis Spangler Starling can get that done. They're online at willisattorneys.com. They're located physically on Truman Boulevard in Hilliard. Beautiful offices, an attorney standing by to meet with you, so click on it. Willisattorneys.com, willisattorneys.com. The firm's name, Willis Spangler hey, Starling. Do, do another little, do a hemisphere real quick. I, I, I'm, I'm texting an NFL guy right now. Okay, very good. Mr. Spielman texting. Uh, I'm trying to give the people the most up-to-date information I can. Again, give, good. give, give. That's all I do, uh, especially with you. But Yeah, Uh <laughs> Uh, I did see, uh, before I get to telling you a little bit about Hemisphere, uh, I was on a show last night out of El uh, um, Louisiana, and they asked me how Ohio State fans feel about this. I, I don't really have any – all the ways I have of evaluating it are flawed. They're not a representative sample because, first of all, Twitter's where angry people go to vent. So if you're angry, you go to Twitter and you complain about it, and it looks like everybody in the world is against this decision by Ohio State. The other uh, opposite of that, on 10TV – I believe they had a poll. Do you agree or disagree with Ohio State's, you know, joining the Big Ten and basically canceling football? Uh, 56% said they agreed with it. 50, 56%. Now, here's the deal. Who watches local network television? Old, older people. Older people watch local network television. People certainly under 35 probably are not watching local network television. So older people are at risk, more risk of the virus. So I think that's why that poll would come out that way. I asked uh, on a Twitter poll last night, what makes you more upset? Losing to Clemson on an overturned touchdown, being left out of the playoff in 2017, when Ohio State finished fifth in the final playoff rankings because of the loss at Iowa, or canceling this season. 63%, again, this is Twitter, so it's not perfect. 63%, and it's a recency bias, too. 63% more upset about now. 34% more upset about the Clemson overrule. And uh, 3% about being left out of the playoff. You'll be upset or at least have, you know, inferior coffee if you go with any coffee other than Hemisphere Coffee Roasters Coffee because it comes direct from growers. They roast it to your specs. It's delicious. No aftertaste. Many different flavors, light, medium, and dark roast. They'll roast it to your specs. You can get the beans grind it yourself if you want or they'll do it for you or they'll put it in k-cups that's how mr spielman gets his breakfast blend his hunter's blend his jamaica me crazy and all the other varieties that he's tried and liked you can get hemisphere coffee roasters coffee by ordering online at hemisphercoffeeroasters.com and make sure you use the promo code we tackle life in all caps because when you do you save 15 percent many people are ordering and reordering from hemisphere which we appreciate you supporting our sponsors it allows us to continue the podcast and from my perspective more importantly it allows hemisphere to continue its mission of helping those growers in uh, third world countries the growers get more money they plug that money back into their local economy it is a way to serve it is a way to be missional and for you it's a way to get great coffee so order it hemisphere coffee roasters dot uh, com 15% off when you use the promo code. We tackle life. And I got Carrie off the name brands and got her on Hemisphere. Excellent. Uh, last night, your uh, Columbus Blue Jackets lost in uh, overtime to the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2. 
five overtimes. Uh, several NHL records set by the Blue Jackets during the game. Eunice Corpusallo for saves. I think he had more than 85 saves. And uh, Seth Jones with an all-time NHL record for ice time. He played over an hour, which is a full hockey game. They played more than two full hockey games. Um, so they played the Tampa Bay Lightning again. I think it's tomorrow, 3 p.m., trying to even their best-of-seven series. What do you have for us from your uh, text machine there with the NFL guy? Just seeing get the, back to you guys. Are, I'm just asking that now for a uh, for a lot of kids at Ohio State or the Big Ten that have dreams of playing in the NFL. Um, now your your dreams have been hindered unless you go play because missing uh, not playing a game for two years, not being on film for two years. Well, uh, if 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 big if if these other conferences play, you could get passed up. And so your chances of going from undraftable to draftable by not playing, it, it hinders that dream. Definitely but that's does. not, you know, that some people say, well, that's not important. Uh, to them, it's everything, by the way. <clears throat> Who are you to decide what risk and what is important to other people? What risk they take and what is important to other people? Uh, is that fair? I, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be fair here. Yeah. I do. Uh, Matt Finkus, former Buckeye, uh, no shrinking violet on Twitter, and an Ohio State employee, by the way. Every draft-eligible player in the Big Ten should either transfer or sue immediately for loss oh. of future earning. Uh, here's the uh, Gene Smith quote, such as it is, about how Ohio State voted. This is a this is what I uh, term, and I think it came from the Watergate era, and it happened frequently in the uh, Trestle era and many other times. Uh, and it happens frequently now. A non-answer answer. Gene Smith as to how Ohio State voted. President-elect Johnson and I were totally aligned in our efforts to delay the start of the season rather than postpone. I am so grateful to her for all her efforts in the support of our student-athletes and a traditional fall season. Uh, Gene is... Uh, Fully supported. So they voted no. Of his president. He or didn't, they, no. or they he did not yes. say how they voted, okay? He did not say how I they voted. Know, well, how they voted no. I'm telling you, they voted no. Why Bobby Carpenter, I'm told, tweeted that they voted no. I want to give Bobby credit for that. So, you know. Did he? I, I'll, I'll look it up. I will look it up too. I got to look up or, because you want to talk about a Twitter account that's on fire and not being on brand. Uh, Ohio State. Director of Football Operations, Mark Pantoni, was uh, on fire yesterday. Uh, oh, how about that? It says, you follow each other. I did not know Mark Pan Pantoni He's followed in. Um, Down in the holes. Be holes. I wonder if he... Uh, here we go. Uh, Big 12 presidents met last night. Pete Thamel tweeted that they wrapped up their call and they're going to release a schedule and they're going to play nine non-league nine league games in one non-league game. Mark Pantone tweets, what are we doing? Question marks, exclamation points, emojis. Yeah, good job, uh, that Mark. That was just one of his on-fire tweets yesterday. Um, Better Matt, be careful. Matt, Matt Miller, NFL Draft Scout, tweeted yesterday, it's too bad because this is the best Ohio State team I've seen in my career. Mark Pantone responded to that with 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 exclamation points. Um, quote from Scott Frost, we hope it may be possible for our student-athletes to have the opportunity to compete. Mark Pantone retweets with the word, this. So, in other words, he's all about playing somewhere else. 
yeah, there were a couple others that I was like, wow, he's on fire. He is on fire. So, the, I mean, look, they're upset. They're upset. Uh, by the way, Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner's son, is a player at Mississippi State. Right. Is he going to play? Uh, nobody asked him. Nobody asked him. Did they not ask him? Uh, here's the tweet that I had uh, Mark uh, Pantone saying he was on fire. SEC commissioner Barrett Sally, uh, who is a uh, an NFL guy, tweets a quote from the SEC commissioner saying that their metal, medical experts gave conference games the green light for the 2020 season. ACC medical experts, green light to play in the 2020 season. Mark Pantone tweet, retweets that with one word embarrassing. Also in that tweet is a statement from Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren. So he's clearly comparing Kevin Warren's stance to the ACC and uh, SEC's stance. And uh, he's not happy. And I would not be happy if I were him either because he's worked his tail off to get Ohio State the talent to have an NFL draft scout like Matt Miller term at the best Ohio State team he's ever seen. And now I think they have to have a genuine concern about guys transferring. If you're Julian Fleming, if you're Jackson Smith and Jigba, if you're one of these highly touted wide receivers and you come in here, if you're uh, Jack Miller, if you're C.J. Stroud, and you can't play football at all in your first year in college, and you gave up, imagine this, you gave up your senior year in high school to enroll early at Ohio State. You gave up the spring, the prom, all that stuff in high school. You gave that up, and you came to Ohio State, and they say, nope, 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 can't play. Mark Pantone. Now Mark Pantone is trying to get back in the good graces <laughs> of his bosses because they probably called him and go, hey, knock it off on Twitter. You, you think? I want to thank, in all caps, our leaders, President Johnson, OSUAD, Gene Smith. Ryan Daytime, they did, in all caps, everything they could to, in all caps, fight for these Did players. they vote no? Yes, they voted no. I will be stunned if they did not vote no. Because that's what Ohio State does. They join the group. No, voting no means, like, voting no, no, I don't no, want, yeah, I, I, no football. So they didn't, oh. do, they didn't do everything they could. If they voted no, they did not do everything they could. So they voted no, don't you think they But would, do you say, well, they they weren't going to win the vote anyway. But, I mean, Ohio State, this is the time. It, you, you know, sometimes when you have leverage, you can't always be the guy playing the leverage card. Right. Because then you become kind of the, the boy who cried wolf. But when you have leverage, you have to be judicious in using it. And I believe this would have been a judicious time for Ohio State to exercise its leverage and say, look, I'll tell you right now, if you don't give our guys the opportunity to play and see if we can go deeper, you don't delay the season instead of canceling the season. You you released a schedule with delays built into the schedule. Give us a chance. What are we out if we wait to start until September the 26th until the 5th? What what were they out just to well, wait? They're they're well, going to keep practicing now. Yeah, and they, but so why could they have why they have to call it off? You, people might ask about what I think about, you know, I, I keep going by cuz maybe because it personally was my dream to play in the NFL and I knew that I had to play in games to get on film to get evaluated. But they're going to keep practicing, but they won't be allowed to practice in pads. So you can't improve as a football player if you're not practicing in pads. You can't improve as a pass rusher. You can't improve as an offensive lineman. You can't improve as a defensive lineman. You can't. No. It's just impossible. Impossible. 
You can't improve as a linebacker. It is not possible. And not to play a game for 18 months. Then if you get a if you if you're lucky enough to still get drafted yeah. and or you're lucky enough to get on, on be a free agent, you haven't played in a game for 18 months, then you're saying, "Okay, well I'm going to at least I got drafted, I can give my best shot." You're going to be so far behind the guys that played a game in January of 2021 or December of 20, excuse me, of 2020 or January of 2021 or December of 2020 when they play a game, their first preseason game in August or the first padded practice you have as an NFL player. Those guys will have an edge over you. It's the same in any it's the sport. way it is. If you're a golfer, you're a pro golfer, you can go and pl- and hit balls on the range every single day. Look at Tiger Woods. I mean, Tiger Woods has a problem winning majors now because competitive golf is different from practicing golf. Competitive basketball is different from just shooting baskets. I would say no more is it more glaring than in a physical game like football where you have to be used to the physicality, the speed, and all those kinds of things. So they're putting these kids at a disadvantage. Uh, I understand maybe an altruistic reason. They may be trying to protect them. Um, I just believe in personal choice, uh, and I believe in exercising all options. When they say they pursued all options, they did not pursue all options because they – released a schedule and trumpeted the schedule with built-in leeway for delays in the season and then chose not to exercise those delays. Look, right. the ACC, Big 12, SEC may end up canceling. But at least their they gave players... gave themselves the best chance. Right, their players will know. They gave us the best chance they could. They, they gave them the best chance that they could. And and we're not getting that. Our Ohio State guys, our Big Ten guys aren't getting it. So They're they didn't. Getting, so, uh, uh, you know, far be it they for defied, me. Maybe, maybe Mark Pantone will now unfollow me. But with all due respect, which usually means no due respect, but I do have all due respect for Mark Pantone's greatest job. Your leaders did not do everything they could. Well, I think Ryan Day did, but Ryan, yeah. I don't think Ryan has has any say in it whatsoever. Yeah, Gene and President Johnson. Gene should have said, "Look, we don't play the Ohio State. We're Ohio State, and you're not card very often. We're playing it now. We're playing it. Look, we've said many times, Chris, Ohio State and Rutgers are." in the same conference, they're not in the same league. They're not in the same league financially. I get the testing and all the all the detailed ways that Ohio State is able to trace players and treat players and monitor players may not be financially viable for Rutgers, for Purdue, for Maryland. So you ought to let Ohio State's guys play if they can do it, Penn State's guys play, Michigan's guys play. Why they're you, willing to take the why risk? Why won't you? No, you're not allowed to. You, we're we are no longer Bruce. You're you're, you're arguing against the. Uh, not, it, you it falls on deaf ears. Yeah. You're not allowed anymore to choose what risk you want to take and not take. That's not allowed. It's not allowed. But you know they determine your risk. It's okay for us to have forty thousand students come on campus today. That's a risk that we're allowing to happen. We're allowing you to take, but it's not okay for you to play a football game. Not okay because it's a contact sport. It's not okay. All right, we do a sports and faith podcast. So, and I need the faith part of so it. So the today. question today is: uh, Are we being um, counter to our faith approach to life in being critical of? 
the Big Ten. Ponder that for a second while I remind people that your source for small business information in the state of Ohio is auiinfo.com. They're located in Akron. They are really great people. I'm telling you, my, my filter in radio was that I wouldn't represent, and Chris doesn't represent any people that we don't meet with first, find out who they are, what they're about, and if we get a bad vibe off of them, it's just not worth the hassle. The worst thing is to have somebody come up to you. I remember this happened with Herbie. Herbie dropped a very lucrative sponsor once at the fan because he said, I just got too many complaints about their work. We don't want to do business with people that we don't like and that we don't believe in. I believe strongly in auiinfo.com. If you're a small business and you need answers on how to comply with all the state rules and all the latest regulations and you can't keep track of all the health insurance stuff, is Obamacare in effect, not in effect? Do you have to provide health insurance? What kind of deal can I get as a business owner to offer my employees with this deductible, that deductible? You can wear yourself out trying to keep track of all that. That's why it's a specialty, and that's why you need a specialist, and the specialist is auiinfo.com. They can answer all your health insurance-related questions, all your HR-related questions, and they'll be an ongoing source of information for you and keep you out of a potential big-time jackpot. So auiinfo.com, click on it, find out more, free call, free consultation. Check them out, auiinfo.com. Okay, so I'm afraid that I sound like, as the Apostle Paul writes, uh, a clanging, uh, a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. Well, that's often the case, but not today. Okay, because... You know, everything you do, the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13, is do it do it with love. Can I do one thing? Yeah, sure. Is a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal, is that annoying or is that good? Annoying. He's saying that's Well, annoying. yeah, you are very yeah. annoying. Oh, I know but, that. But, I'll, but I'll continue then. Yeah. Okay. He says, um, if I speak in the tongues of men, which in other words means like if you're inspired by the Holy Spirit and you can speak in tongues... Uh, but have not love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. So in other words, he's saying that's bad. You can have a great spiritual gift, but if you're, you know, doing it without love, then right. you're annoying. <laughs> um, if I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. If I give to the poor and surrender my body to the flames, in other words, you know, your faith is so strong, you're willing to be... Uh, put to death for it, but have not love, I gain nothing. So I'm trying to find out how to respond in this situation to just voice what I think is um, fair mm-hmm. and um, I don't know what adjective um, viewpoints, conflicting viewpoints would be fair and, you know, do it in a loving way and not betray my faith. I don't want to betray my faith with anything I do. And I've said before that I don't always do it perfect. And one of the things I enjoy about this podcast is the personal accountability that I have to you because I have enormous respect for your view on faith matters. And, you know, in all seriousness, we tease each other a lot about, you know, certain things as, as good friends do. I'm honored and take very seriously the occasions when you call me and you'll say, Here's how I'm going to respond to this. What do you think? Here's a text message I'm thinking of sending. Yeah, what do because you think? I trust you. You do that a lot. And I, I will say this. You are a much wiser and better steward of those kinds of matters than I am. 
So I feel like I get more from you when I ask you for your opinion on those things than you get from me. I'm not sure I'm a very good authority on those things. Um, it's interesting that you say that. I wasn't like that, but it all goes back to where I think as Christians we have to lean on each other. It doesn't mean we're always going to agree with each other, right? Yeah. But we have to lean on each other. So, And we're both public people, and so when I— there's people that I talk to and that I res- respond or talk through through text, which I hate doing, but because context can be taken differently or whatever. And so when I do text people and I'm making uh, not arguments, but making uh, counterpoints, or am I approaching this the right way? You are, as you know, I respect your ability to write. You're you're a critical thinker. You're also very quick with your wit. In well, I thought you were going to say, you, I thought you were going to say, I'm, uh, I was nodding. Know, I don't want people to think I'm egomaniacal. No. I, I thought you were going to say I'm judgmental, which no, I would well, nod uh, yes to that. But yeah, but you're not nearly as judgmental as you used to be. Not nearly as judgmental as you used to be. And so one of the things that I've learned to do, and for example, um, the question that I had, because I knew the answer in my brain, right, was the question of, okay, because this is so important, was because the, the ability not to play a game in 18 months mm-hmm. prevents a player from going from undraftable to draftable, from the seventh round to the fourth round, from the fifth round to the first round, from the fourth round to the first round, from the third round to the second round. It inhibits the ability for them to be able to achieve that goal. So I knew that. But what I've learned to do, and maybe this is learned from you, that you know you you want to get confirmation. Yes. So my ego is not big enough where I think I know the answer. So I called people that I trust, and by the way, Rick wasn't one of them because I wanted I knew what he was going to yeah, say. Yeah, sure. You know him very well. So I, I I didn't want to bother him with this. So I called other people in the league and colleagues of mine that I have a tremendous amount of respect for, and you know who those guys are. And I said, what is your opinion on this thought? And they all agreed with me. So that's why I, and all these guys played and played at the highest level and and played at college, and do you agree with this? And so that's one thing that I've learned to do. Instead of me firing off like I know everything – Okay, this is what I believe, but is it right? That doesn't mean it's going to change the way I believe or not. I just want to see what their feelings are to make it. But, honor- but you're open to yes. having new information. And here's the deal. That demonstrates demonstrates a spiritual discipline, which is humility. You're willing to listen to other people, not just go with your own opinion. And you demonstrate that to me, and hopefully I demonstrate it to you, when I call you and say, I'm struggling with this issue or I'm thinking of responding this way. And as a, uh, I would tell, you know, the people who listen to the podcast, and most of them are men, uh, but we do have some women, everyone needs at least one, I would advocate two or three, spiritual accountability partners. People you're totally transparent with. People who can bump you back on course when you start to get off course. And I'm talking total transparency, where you'll confess thoughts that you know are not 
godly and not good, whatever, because the more you get away from who you want to be right. and become someone you don't want to be, the gap as it gets wider, you need a Chris Spielman, a good friend, to bump you back on course. Chris has said to me before, you know, you're really getting, you're going in a dangerous direction here. You're going in a bad direction. Dark. Yeah, dark place. Get back on. I don't know if I serve that purpose for you, but I know you had people who served that purpose for you during Stephanie's illness. It was, it was, it was, it was hard to function because I, you understand the depth of the suffering in that case. I could only comp, I could try to comprehend it, but, but that's why you need a spiritual accountability partner. And, and it also demonstrates another spiritual discipline, which is what we see now at Ohio state. Ryan day doesn't agree with this decision, but Ryan, but Ryan day made his opinion known. And he's going to it's now out of his control. Yeah, it's now it's there's a difference between unity and unanimity. Chris, you know, attends a Catholic church. I do not attend a Catholic church. We do not probably agree on every single aspect of what my church does and what his church does. But we so we do not have unanimity in how right. we practice not our faith. But we have unity. Because we both believe it's what Jesus did at the cross, <laughs> not what we did. So you have to find that place where you have unity, yeah. but not that's, unanimity. That's a great, a great point. That's probably one of your best faith segments, to be honest with you. I, because it makes me think that I wasn't, I wasn't always like that. I didn't always seek other people's. There's, there's a few guys that I go to for spiritual guidance. You're one of them. Because I always say, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Or how would you approach this? And uh, Dave Pash is another one. I, I Dave and I had an accountability session uh, two weeks ago. I'm not going to share what it was because that was between Dave and I. Mm-hmm. And there's many times when uh, I was in a dark place, Dave has brought me back to light. And I Dave was in a going down a wrong path, not... Not intentionally, yeah. nothing. But I said, wait. And I called him out. I said, this is, just hear me out. Brother is basically what I said. Uh, like when we talk about Dennis Dodd, who his wife's a cancer survivor. I've talked to Dennis. I talked to his wife. And we disagree on this. And it, on that, the COVID yeah, stuff. Yeah, on the yeah. COVID stuff. And that's great. But I understand, okay? When I talk about Greg Dill, I know you have great respect for Greg Dill. I think he's a great writer, too. We just disagree on how our approach is. Yeah, we Pat Forty. Pat's a friend, too. Yeah. And I hope we can... I hope I can come out of this with unity, but we're not going to have unanimity. Well, the, well, and the other thing is, is that I think, like, one of the guys that is really, really talented and really smart and entertaining... And really good is Clay Travis. Yep. Whether you agree with him or disagree with him. You can't dispute the talent. He's a talented guy and really smart. I just, you know, but, and I get this is because he gets attacked. He's very witty and he attacks back and he's ruthless and people are ruthless to him. That's just not my style. That's just not who I am. But um, I just, you know, my whole thing is I think why I'm frustrated this is confession time for me because I'm always, every time I have a nice 20 to 25 minute drive out here mm-hmm. 
And I do a lot of thinking. I usually don't have the radio on. I'm just, I, I just think. Uh, I, I use the word think because I see your think bar. A think you're, bar, you're yeah. Ready. And I was thinking, why am I so caught up in this, yeah. right? Yeah. And I mean, there are various reasons, numbers yeah. of reasons. But I think I came to the conclusion when I was driving out here this morning is that um, I get so frustrated, and I'm not blaming anybody, but I get so frustrated when I see fear rule the day. And why I get so frustrated is because I lived in fear for 12 years. Yeah. You know what it can do. It, it, it controlled my life. It controlled every decision I made. It was always there. In fact, fear became a companion. Like when it wasn't there, I felt like something was missing. Or I felt guilty that I was feeling good because where's my fear? Where's my, my and, and I hated it, but I felt like uncomfortable without it. So it, it's, it's like wearing a weighted vest. There's a song called, uh, I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm a mm -hmm. child of God. Then once the inevitable hit and I was able to face what was coming down the road, the challenges and all that stuff that was coming down the road, by the grace of God, my old companion that would sit on my shoulder for 12 years was no longer there, was no longer there. And that's by the grace of God. So my point to you listening and to you, Bruce, and to me, is that I'm not mad at Gene Smith, not Gene, Gene doesn't, you know, Gene's got to do what he's got to do. I'm not mad at the presidents. I'm not mad at anybody. I just, you know, I feel sorry for those folks. I'm not mad at the, the people that were mask shaming me. I just feel sorry for them that they are consumed with fear. I feel sorry for Governor DeWine yeah. because I believe he is consumed with fear. I'm not mad at him. I, I think he's a great guy. I've met him. I think he's a genuine, loving human being. I agree. I just think he's consumed and leading with fear. And I'm here to say that it doesn't have to be that way. And the Bible tells us this, and I'm going to read a bunch of verses that I've prepared. Mm -hmm. The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? Psalms 27.1. For it is written, the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Deuteronomy 31.8. If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is in your refuge, then uh, then no harm will befall you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will give command of his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up so in their hands so that you do not strike your foot against a stone. Psalms 91, 9 through 12. Therefore, have no fear of sudden disaster or the ruin that overtakes the wicked. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the righteous. Proverbs 3, 25 and 33. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified. Because of them, for the Lord, your God goes with you. Deuteronomy 31, 6. So all you out there, show grace. 
and I get angry and frustrated like all of you, and I want to lash out, and I, I do. But I also understand that half our country is living in fear. Show grace and try to understand their fear. Doesn't mean you have to agree with what they think, but maybe understand that the fear is consuming them, and hopefully they'll be freed from the slavery of fear. Yeah, well said. Very well said. Uh, we'll be back Friday. Again, get your nominations in for COVID-19 relief. It's a chance for you to help others and really it takes 30 seconds. Send us an email, SpielmanHoodlyPodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about someone that you know could use a $250 check. Uh, it would be fun, would it not, to call them and tell them that you nominated them, that you were thinking about them, trying to help them through a tough time. Uh, really uh, a cool thing that Chris and uh, his sponsors and his family have done with uh, selling memorabilia and things like that. We want to make sure that uh, you know you can avail yourself of that. Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again on Friday. Tell your friends about the podcast. Review us on iTunes. All that helps us. Send us an email. Let us know what you think of our content. Uh, we'll respond to emails on Friday's show as well. Until then, have a great day.